okay, we can do it. We can do it. We can right? do yeah. it. We're gonna, we're gonna bounce. We're gonna bounce, right? Yeah, Jen and I, we're gonna bounce. You're bouncing? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bounce, we're gonna bounce all over off the of place. each other. Bounce yeah. off each other. Oh yeah, yeah, like for a sure. Bouncy float. Yeah, we're like chill. Like we're like go what? with the flow, people. <laughs> a bouncy what? Float. Like a moon bounce. Yeah. <laughs> I think the problem is that you're doing an anxiety podcast with anxious people, and you're trying to like get us to go with the flow. <laughs> no, I'm not. It I doesn't go with the flow. It doesn't have to be an anxiety I podcast. A plan. I never no, said. I, yeah, you did. It's supposed to be. I an, never okay, said you, anything. You can't change the plan about now. anxiety. Well. Wait, no, yes you did. No. Yes you did. No, on the way here I said, Taylor, we're going to talk about, about mental health, and we're going to okay. talk about the brain. Oh, okay, well, alright, cool. That's but what? your excess of anxiety in the past two hours has made you <laughs> dial in tunnel vision on talking about... We can do mental health. Anxiety. Cool. Okay. It includes the brain. Yeah, whatever, let's just do mental health. I think it only includes the brain. <laughs> let's just do mental health, but let's not do, like, neuroscience stuff, because that's, like... But you can talk about it. Like, I don't know, like, whatever. I just, like... Well, you're doing a good job. We're a minute 13 into the new podcast episode. Well, you can't say that. Cause <laughs> see, else. that's the issue. That's <laughs> the issue. See, I didn't know that. But see, that's the issue. Just You just shouldn't have told us. I shouldn't have told you. Okay, whatever. Go ahead. Do the... See, thing. see, now <laughs> it's already happening. Go ahead. What do you mean, go ahead? <laughs> just say the names. Do the, hi, like, who are you? And then I'll be like, yeah, my name is Taylor. You have to see why. <laughs> why? We go straight into the. Yeah, you guys like. <laughs> it freeze up. Like, what are you? Yeah, doing? okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Well. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Cool. You guys are looking at me like I have the answers. Um, you do have the answers. You're the, you're the like, broadcaster. Broadcaster. Yeah. So. Right, here we go. <laughs> it has started. The ball is now falling very quickly. I'm, I'm Avalanche has killed I'm, four people already. <laughs> Shut up. I'm actually curious. Shut up. Up shut. I'm actually curious, Taylor. When our dog grew cat whiskers. You're not cat whiskers. Shut up, Mike. Jen's asking. She's big eyebrows. Yes, Jen. Um, so I touched your eyebrows. I'm sorry. Um. (gasps) (laughs) She's so cute. Okay. Um. When did you realize that? Uh Michael, do you? No, I'm kidding. This is good. Keep when going. did you realize that... They can't hear you. You're talking in the dog's head. <laughs> when did you realize that you had anxiety? That's a really... Like, when did it hit you? That's like a really you... loaded question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. It. Jen doesn't know. She's just like, um, big question. Ten-hour answer. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I know during, like middle school and high school I was on medication for anxiety but like I don't think I really understood middle school yeah like I don't think I really understood that I had anxiety or like really what that was I just knew that I saw a therapist and like my mom had put me on anxiety medicine and um Hmm. even like as I got older I kind of I would say it wasn't until maybe like six to eight months ago when I realized that I was having like really severe anxiety. I think I kind of just like blamed it on myself and when all of my social relationships weren't really working out and I was just having trouble with everyone and not 
connecting to people and I was just like um like afraid all the time I think that I just thought that that was like a personality flaw and I didn't really realize that like I had an anxiety disorder interesting yeah what about you what is anxiety that's weird though like you're on medicine in middle school and it wasn't until like six to eight months ago that you actually realized like oh well she wasn't taking the medicine at that time i know but you actually realized what was going on like you could actually feel it yeah yeah so weird no it's crazy and Mm -mm. my family is like really like i think that i kind of felt like i was immune to it because my sister has like really severe anxiety like she almost got pulled out of school for her anxiety and ocd Mm -hmm. um and was at the point where my parents like thought they might have to hospitalize her and my mom has really severe anxiety and ocd and my dad has really severe depression and i think like my whole life i kind of thought that i was like the normal one in my family and then i could i had like somehow gotten out of that because I was doing a really good job coping with it, um, and I, like, I guess I didn't, I, most of the stuff that I was having anxiety with, like, I kind of blamed on myself, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I was having a ton of trouble with just, like, social interactions and, um, whatnot and I kind of like blamed that on myself for not being but you're also, social enough or like friendly enough. You're also never raised with social interactions. So you may you know, never learned how to social interact. Social interact. Um never really learned how to yeah, socially interact with people. That's true. But I do really think that I am a social person and I think you are like yeah like I really like being with other people and I really like talking to people um but I think like growing up in the household that I grew up with um and just with my sister and my mom being so anxious all the time and like kind of me having to always be ready to predict that and um read those emotions it, like, kind of forced me to be in this very hyper-aware state. So now, whenever I'm in any, like, social place, it's really difficult because I have learned to read people really well. So I come in, and when there's something wrong with someone, like, I just immediately notice, and it bothers me, and I can't, like, I can't stop thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that it, I think that it's maybe affected by the fact that, you know, my family is not that social, but on the other hand, like, you know, I think that I am naturally more social and I just like kind of my anxiety keeps me from being more social because there's so much fear. Um, it seems like you more than anybody has developed this technique to realize when you know thoughts are starting to creep into your head 
you've allowed yourself, which a lot of people I think don't allow themselves to do because it's really scary, you allowed yourself to develop certain techniques and certain ways to release the anxiety before it really builds up, which is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. Do you agree? Um, no, actually. I'm like working on it and it's a process, but I feel like I've struggled with this for, I don't know, probably like 10 years of my life. And I've been in therapy since I was like, oh God, in middle school, like young. Like I've consistently been in therapy for probably six to seven years now and I feel like I'm very emotionally intelligent but I can't necessarily use that to like fix my anxiety exactly and that's what I'm saying is that you you've you finally realized you can't I think that's what's helping you the most is you're doing other things Mm -hmm. you're making a schedule you're making a plan you're working out you're you know you're you're developing what you want to do two months down the road instead of just wait living day by day you think that's a that's a good technique a lot of people can use to you know i've seen a huge change. not fix anxiety but at least to you know deal with it and work with it instead of waking up you know and just not doing anything about it allowing yourself to make a plan and you know incorporate working out which in my opinion is one of the best ways to cure a lot of not cure but definitely um you know ease a lot of mental illnesses everything depression anxiety um bipolarness everything yeah because i feel like um it's just been recently within the past year where you have been relying less on other people to help you and we're starting to realize it's you and it's always going to be you versus your anxiety and your anxiety is not you but you can control it and you can at least you know put it in a little pocket at times through certain techniques, writing, talking, um, therapy, yes, but things that are controlled by you and only you. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think there are things that I've been able to do to make it better and maybe distract myself, um, so I will work out. I, like, obsessively organize my life so that I don't really have anything that's um, unpredictable, which sounds crazy, but, um, it's just how I function, and, um, sorry, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, it's a work in progress, and I don't fully, like, I really can't say that I have fixed this problem or have come close to fixing this problem yet. There's no fixing it, like you've told me, though. It's a battle. You're never going to fix it. Well, and that's not the goal. And that's kind of the depressing thing is you're not, your anxiety isn't going to go away. You just have to learn how to manage it. And I think the longer that you have anxiety and you, you know, tell yourself that you don't have anxiety, like the longer you deny it Mm -hmm. and don't get help for it, the harder it is to fix it afterwards. So. But also in the past year, you've taken the most control out of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You've taken control. That's the thing. That That's what I notice a lot of people with anxiety is it starts to, there's, you flip it on its head. 
you know, a lot of people struggle with it because it they they truly believe it's who they are, and they truly believe that that's they were given a bad hand. And yes, it's true. But also, if you can, like you've done the past year, wake up every day, you know, feel anxious, but you know that there's ways that you can at least manage it that day, it starts to become a thing that doesn't control you and you control it. At least manage it. Yes. And instead of having seven days of getting up, you only have one day or two days or three days. Yes, I agree with that. Right? Yep. Yeah. So there's not... You know, there's genetic... And what what are the three types of anxiety? Because I, I think it's interesting. A lot of people don't realize that OCD, obsession compulsive disorder, is actually one of the three forms of anxiety. Yeah. You have OCD, you have general anxiety. And what's the other one? There's Com- social anxiety, there's panic yes. disorder. Panic disorders. Another one? OCD, and then general anxiety. Mm. Right? I'm pretty sure that's the only four. I'm sure there's more, but I don't know what they are. Okay, is it my turn to ask questions now? Jen, can you text mom, um, raw shrimp? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, Well, there's yeah. no turns, but... Generalized, panic, social, obsessive-compulsive... That's the one that kills me. Post-traumatic, PTSD. Oh, yeah. Specific phobia, separation <laughs> anxiety, agoraphobia... <laughs> what? What? Agoraphobia. What's it say? Agoraphobia. describes it. Is when that. someone is very feel fearful about certain situations because they're afraid that they might have a panic attack or something awful might happen. That sounds like they often avoid si- these situations in part because they think being able to leave might be difficult or impossible in the event they. I don't know. Phobia. Selective like... mutism. What? Children yeah. with selective mutism may refuse to speak in certain social situations, even though they are very talkative at home or wherever they are used to being. Honestly, to me, that sounds like and someone with attack. ADHD. It's kind of like social anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Social anxiety on there? Mm-hmm. The OCD yeah. one gets me. Mm-hmm. Because it's, crazy. because I feel like there's you can have... Yeah, let me text mom about you can raw text shrimp. Me. Yeah, what raw you got? Shrimp. Okay. Um... What is it again? Sorry. What? You gotta ask it again. It's okay. Phones. Um, what do you think is the hardest thing about having anxiety? Like, what's the thing that's m- the most difficult to deal with? With anxiety? Mm. I think the most frustrating part is that I, I am a very happy and positive person on a day-to-day basis and um some days you wake up and you're already very anxious and I know there's like ways to control and ways to help it and even if you do those things you still cannot control like how your body is going to act from a day like each day and so some days I could be very like very very happy and then some days it's just shaken up and I can't change it and then me not having control of my body is like really scary to me because I like having control of like how I act the things I do like you know being able to control myself and my actions and then if I'm really anxious or I just have really bad anxiety one day I can't I can't control what my body's doing and that freaks me out and so then I get freaked out 
because I can't control yeah. anything and then that scares me and then I people ask me what's wrong and like one thing is with mom I'll tell her like I'm just very anxious that's all and she's mm-hmm. like is it something you ate I'm like no mom I, yeah. I just I'm just anxious like I have anxiety like, she right. goes no it might be something you ate something you drank she just doesn't get it and so I'm like I just don't want to explain it to you it's better to just leave it alone but you know so I guess not having control of my body is the most frustrating thing because and it affects my mood. Yeah. And then um, other people see it and they ask questions. And it's not it's just not something you want to talk about to them. When it's just a short conversation. Like, what's wrong? Why are you so sad today? I'm not sad. Yeah. Right. But I'm also not happy. You know? Mm-hmm. But I guess not having control of my body. It's really scary. Your body or your thoughts? Everything. Both. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's uncontrollable. Sh- I, I shake uncontrollably. My thoughts are, like, going... What if that's a panic attack? A minute. Might be. I don't know. What if, like, all... You know, what if... What if that... I mean, that sounds like a panic attack. That sounds like a silent panic attack. Doesn't... I mean, well, everything that leads up to it is a definite anxiety. Panic attack is, like, when you're afraid... Panic attack and, like, anxiety attack, I think, are pretty defined. But just anxiety, like, that's literally what everyday anxiety feels like. I think that's what people don't realize is, like, that's, like, sometimes an all-day thing where you feel like you just got a shot of epinephrine and... Can't stop it. Like, yeah, and, like, it doesn't matter if you have nothing to do all day. Like, it doesn't matter if there's absolutely no problems in your life. Mm-hmm. There's still somehow a problem because you're anxious about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've had a panic attack before. I mean, one time, in, a couple times in high school, I had to leave school to go to the hospital because one, I mean, two months ago, I had one in the living room. And it's completely different than anxiety, but yeah. how I feel. It's like painful and mm-hmm. like everything just hit you like a wall Yeah. compared to anxiety. But. Yeah. You are pretty spot on too with like the control thing. Like I think the main thing with anxiety is that you have no control. Like I I want control of everything because mm-hmm. that's how I know how to like predict what's going on and when I can't control like what's happening in my brain that fucks with me like when I am like when I wake up in the morning and I can't control my thoughts and I'm like laying there and I know that I am panicking about something that is completely ridiculous and that Mm -hmm. I have no no like reason to worry about and I can tell myself you know like Taylor you have no reason to worry about this and I still can't fix that like that's devastating that's awful it's just like you just feel trapped because you like we know that we we're having anxiety like we can tell you like yeah we're having anxiety but as soon as you ask like why like i don't know we just don't know and it's just like what's happening and we can tell you what we're having anxiety about but it doesn't matter because it's not doesn't make sense you know Mm -hmm. like we're not actually consciously worried about that we're just worried about it because we're having anxiety 
And it could be one thing that you're worried about. Like, a couple weeks ago, I was having a conversation with my mom, and all it started from, it started from something, like, really small. And then, like, 15 minutes later, it blew up into this whole, like, completely different topic from... Yeah, because you never have an I, answer, so you're you're diverting. And I just kept going to other things that... I think it started off with money, and then it got into how I see myself. Yeah. And those are two completely different topics, but somehow relate it with each other at some point. Well, I know from somebody who's always had to try to... For some reason, I've always been trying to help people with anxiety. I know that it's... Because I don't suffer from anxiety. Like, would you say I do? I don't think I do. I suffer... I mean, I have moments of anxiety being anxious but i don't think i'm in general i don't generally think you anxiety. have general anxiety yeah. i think you have maybe some sort of panic disorder i have panic disorders yeah because but my panic attacks have, are quick yeah you don't have like everyday anxiety no. you have like you get stressed about something and then yeah. you can't fix it but it's not generalized yeah and i think i think a lot of i think a lot of people who know somebody who is anxious or has been with somebody who is anxious, I think it's a common, common thing. And I know, I know, like you were saying, Jen, about mom, it's a common technique to help somebody who suffers with anxiety to try to give them a solution, try to get, give them an, an answer. Um, and I can tell you that if you know somebody who does suffer from anxiety, what you want to do instead of that, and I'm not a medical doctor, is to just provide a comfortable area and allow thoughts, whatever the thoughts are for the person you're with to just be there and just slowly excrete from the body, like sweat from glands, you know what I mean? Because there's nothing, <laughs> it's true, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. So what you want to not do is press on why it's there. And then when you say something, I always come back and be like, no, no. Like, yeah, because it leads, that. because you don't have answers and it leads to anger. And now you're not just angry. And then the person who's trying to help them becomes angry because they're not getting answers. Because, you know, in life you're, Everything is supposed to have an answer, but when it's something in your brain that there's no direction for, there's no reason why, you're not going to get an answer, you know, and it's not and the answer you're going to get is not going to be the real answer. So then when they give you an answer that's not true and you know it's not true, right. it, it's going to piss you off because maybe you think they're lying when in reality they're not lying. They just don't know, know, know what the fuck is going on yeah. and it's not their job to. So rather than that, you just want to provide a comfortable area. Because it passes. It always passes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It always passes. And you don't want it to pass as a... You don't want it to blow up as a volcano. You kind of just want it to be nice and... Right. Like, oh, a, like, like a sh- stratic volcano. Is that a type of volcano? Uh, oven. An, an oven? oven. <laughs> it looks like an... I don't know. Mom said thanks. For what? I said raw shrimp for Mike. She said thanks. Mm-hmm. I said thank you. Oh, Charlie. She has to contribute. She does. Yeah. I think Charlie has anxiety too. She's an anxiety yeah, dog. She and like does. has had like a hundred concussions. She has yeah. definitely had more than one concussions. So bad. Do you think anxiety can be brought on from concussions? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when yeah. we got her, she was fine. And when we then got she her. just kept running into tables and doors oh. and a fence. Charlie. You know. Also, another thing to help is if you have any type of animal, yeah, bring them. Whoever's with in the room with you should leave and just bring the animal in. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Why is that? I just think we don't have to talk 
I mean, I talk to her all the time. I'm There's not no crazy, expectation, right? But they they just love you. It's, they just love you and they're there without any words having to be spoken back. They're just there and they hug them. Yeah, it's like really, happy. It's really hard to be having severe anxiety and be with someone who's never had anxiety. You know, like, it's not fair, but... It's frustrating. If, you know, like, dogs... Like, your dog, I think, just, they're not gonna... They're just there. They're just, like, something to love. And they're not asking you why, you know? They're not Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out. See? They're just, like, they're just, like, there. And, um... I don't know. I think that's what people with anxiety need and that's what people who have anxiety understand and like kind of can help other people with anxiety with you know it's like if I was having anxiety I might do better with Jen because she has anxiety than with someone who doesn't have anxiety Mm -hmm. because like they just they just don't understand and as much as you can explain it to them, like, there's nothing that I can do to, like, make them understand the concept that anxiety is literally, like, you don't know why you're anxious, like, and that's a very, I would say, almost impossible thing to teach someone who doesn't have anxiety, mm-hmm. and that's why it makes relationships with people so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I I think through elementary, middle school, and high school, I've it was never really shown because I I feel like I had an outlet with sports, where I could take what I was thinking and like wash it out with yeah, just not running talk about it or hit it yeah. yeah, and then I think my anxiety got really really high after high school because I stopped playing sports like immediately and the um amount of school got higher and amount the amount of outdoor um activity got lower yeah and i think those two um things made my anxiety get higher because i had no outlet for it and the gym is one and the gym is amazing but being able to play like softball every day I didn't even know it was helping me but it was Mm -hmm. and now I knew it was a huge help because all I want to do is get back on the field because I know my anxiety won't be as bad yeah and no no one can talk to you on a field like no one's going to be asking you about your day or how you are or like what happened yesterday or what's going on at home when you're on a softball field you know or when you're playing whatever sport you play that's like with writing or drawing or taking a walk. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the discipline. Mm-hmm. Like the discipline of sports is very good for anxiety because I had a very similar problem. Like I feel like I coped with my anxiety relatively well while I was doing competitive gymnastics. And then when I stopped doing it and like went to college, I just mm-hmm. like went into a really bad depression and... Mm-hmm got anxiety and um everything just kind of went downhill from there and I don't know if that was because like 
the gymnastics was a distraction and I had had it all along or if the you know me stopping the gymnastics you know having that been something that was helping me cause my anxiety to get worse but it does help it makes a difference yeah noticeable difference almost it's five more minutes what because okay. i also have to get ready for dinner soon get ready for dinner yeah Lindsay's coming she leaves on sunday wait she's coming where here but not until like six Is she eating with us no, no i'm going to dinner and then the movie with her wait you guys eating here yeah, yeah. Well, she, she's going to come in and say hi to everybody. That's why I'm making food for everybody. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Why do you think I said raw shrimp? Because you just eat stuff. You guys going to dinner here? Oh, I feel bad. Yeah, you missed last one. What last one? <laughs> the one You don't tell me ago. these things. I told mom. You think mom's going to tell me? I would hope so. No, she doesn't. We're not. Well, dang it. What are you making? Uh, shrimp alfredo. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Are you guys going to have dinner here? I might ask Lindsay if she wants to have dinner here and save yeah. money. That's a good idea. Do you guys want to wrap up the podcast? That was, I mean, that was good. That was a solid 30 minutes. Was that good? Did you guys like it? Doing. That was weird. Wait, wait, look at this. Look at. Oh. You see the red thing? Yeah. <laughs> How big they got. What a weirdo. I know. <laughs> Can't help it. So if you're out there, get a dog. Yep. There's hypoallergenic ones for those who are allergic. That's true. That's weird. I want to go for dwarf hamsters because one time I had a dwarf hamster and. I went in to go pick one up one day, and it didn't have a head. Uh, what? And then the next morning, the other one died. What the heck? It ate its head off. Oh, my God. And then, about a year, actually, but a couple months. You didn't explain, we're the dumb fucks. You got two males together. That's probably why okay, you have yes. anxiety. That's traumatic. But then I got she another hamster. Yeah. <laughs> then I got another hamster, big, fluffy hamster. I call it Chunky, because it was fat. Yeah. And one time I went on vacation, and I came home... And it was stuck in the tube, dead. No. Suffocated. This is awful. And it couldn't eat or anything. Chunky yeah. suffocated itself to death. Yeah. No. Chunky was too chunky. Yeah. Oh my gosh, wait, no, I have a story. So my my grandfather, one time, apparently my sister like mentioned to my grandfather, who's a fisherman, that she wanted a seahorse. So mm. one time my grandfather like found these seahorses in the bay, and he comes over to a bucket with a bucket, and he like, rings our doorbell my dad goes out there and he just like my grandma just reaches into the bucket with his hands and he's like here's some seahorses and like sticks them in my dad's hands so anyway so we had these seahorses we had like two and you held seahorses no we didn't we didn't hold them but my dad did um for a period and then they were in our like fish tank thing by the sink and um (laughs) this is a really sad story and we had this little bridge decoration in our little um Aquarium tank thingy, tank thingy yeah, yeah. yeah. And our first seahorse died, 
for some reason, and then the second seahorse, um, like, swam under the bridge and died. Oh, I know, like, he climbed under the bridge and died. Like, it was just so depressing. Do you think he was sad? I think so, yeah. I think he missed his friend. That happened with my yellow fish. Sunshine. (laughs) Sunshine went in the tube. Like, in the tube that, like, cleans the water. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, a real-life Nemo. Yeah. It that went is in the scary. tube, and it died. Sunshine. That's awful. It was yellow. No. It was my favorite fish. I always talked about that fish. And then Michael never fed the fish. Or if he did, he put way too much flakes in. Obviously. It was either all or nothing. I think it's weird that you we have, food have fish as pets. Fish have hearts, too. Little ones. Yeah. Crabs don't have brains. But they have hearts. Do they? They have to have something pumping inside of them. they have hearts. I think they just react off of nervous systems. Well, jellyfish. Jellyfish are crazy. Yeah. Oh, jellyfish are so weird. What about octopus? Octopi? Even weirder. They have nine brains. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'm an octopi. (laughs) Octopussy. Let's make that the new slang term. Like, oh, you're an octopussy. You're an octopussy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to squeeze They're your crazy. Don't they have three hearts and eight brains? Nine brains. Maybe three hearts. Mm-hmm. I think they have three hearts. Oh, my, she wants to hold your hand. Everything in the ocean is already, like, alien. Hold your hand. More. Oh, my favorite's the one with the big lamp. I think Charlie's trying to wrap it up. I know. Billy, you got to wrap it up. I have to wrap it up? You got to wrap it up. Okay. Um... Bye, everybody. No, thank you so much for listening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do so, what you do my YouTube video. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Um, leave a like. Subscribe. Um, subscribe. Uh, and have a wonderful day or night. Yes. Have and a great week. And a wonderful Enjoy year. Enjoy your new year. And, um... Leave a rating. Leave a rating. Oh. And if you have anxiety... Feel free to call or text. <laughs> and we will help you. Me and Jen will we'll have a hotline. If you ever want to message me and Jen, we will help. You gotta put yeah. your we will be co therapists. And it's not something to hate yourself for. Anxiety, a lot of people have it. And it's something you can cope with. But um, keep trying to think positive because hey, there's positive things around you. <laughs> Oh, there's this one quote. But um, honestly, there's not. We're all going to die. Every day may not be a good day, but there is good in every day. That's You just have to find the good. Was that Nelson Mandela? I don't know. Dad told me. It's Gen Lab. It's Gen Lab, baby. All right, Gandhi. You know Gandhi was a rapist. Okay, anyway. so wrap it up. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Charlie, say bye. Okay. Charlie doesn't want to talk right now, but... Um, what is Charlie? Have you guys introduced okay. who Charlie is? Oh, Charlie's the German Shepherd. Thank She's you. our dog. Okay, <laughs> anyway. Human. Bye now. Charlie's not talking. Bye. 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 Bye.